0: Hi, friends, and welcome back to our podcast, Healing the Broken Marriage. I am your host, Alicia, and today it is just me on this podcast, and I'll tell you why. There is actually a topic that I am super passionate about and actually have a lot of knowledge about. And so it just seemed very fitting for me to come to you guys, just myself today for this issue. And so before we hop in, I want to make sure you guys go check out our website, makingbeautywiththeashes.com. You can pretty much find out everything that you want to know about us there, everything you need to know about us there. Um ways that you can partner with us as we are pursuing um ministry in uh what what God has placed on our heart and you can also um purchase my book there making beauty with the ashes how god saved my marriage if you want to dive a little bit deeper so heading into today's podcast it feels a little weird not having my sidekick with me <laughs> but I am willing to take one for the team because this actually is a topic that I am very passionate about and I think a lot of times the reason that we become passionate about a certain theme or a certain topic is because it's something that we've had to struggle through or is something that we've had to learn on our own. And this is definitely an area most of my life that I struggled with and I feel like I haven't fully, um, mastered this, but boy, have I come out, um, of a huge portion of just not knowing my identity. So that is actually what I want to talk to you guys about today is who are you? Who are you? You know, when somebody presents this question or you even ask yourself, I think more times than not, we ask ourselves this question, like who even am I? Like, who am I deep down? Who is Alicia deep down when nobody's around, when nobody's listening? Who is she deep down? And I just want to ask, have you asked yourself that question? Who are you deep down? And let me just say, if you don't have an answer for that, that's okay. Because finding out who you are And what's your identity, like who you are to God is a process. Because let's face it, we live in a world where people try to put identity on us that is not us. And this can start from the time you're a very little child. You can be, I don't know, named something from the time you're very, very little by just a characteristic that you exhibit or maybe by a trait that you have. You can be labeled something, and then that thing, that label that you've had put on you, then starts to become your identity, whether that is who you are or not. And I think more times than not, because we don't know, you know, if you're a five, four, five-year-old little kid, and you're labeled as the shy one, and and this is where I'm going to um, pull from my history is, I was labeled as the shy one, or maybe the backwards one, you know, the one who didn't really um, engage and was very quiet and withdrawn. So this may have been a characteristic that I exhibited early on, but because this was kind of labeled on me over and over and over, I started to adopt that. Well, this is who I am. But actually, what I'm called to do, what God has placed in me, is not to be shy, is to not be timid, and to not be backwards. I'm actually supposed to speak, which is what I'm doing right now on this podcast. Now, had I not gone through a lot of identity coaching and just a lot of prayer and time with God finding out who I am, I might still not be doing this. I There's a good chance I would not be... Um, talking to you guys on this podcast and on this platform because I would be labeled still shy and timid and backwards and I wouldn't want to share what is in my heart with thousands and thousands of strangers. <laughs> you know, when you're shy, that isn't really something that you aspire to do. But even in all of those labels, and, and like I just want to say, there is nothing like wrong with um, you know, these labels being put on me, they didn't know, you know, we, we, I know that even looking back at us raising our kids, that we have unintentionally and inadvertently put labels on them, not even realizing that we could be shaping their identity with these labels. I feel like that's what happened with me and with so many people is that, you are labeled something because of a characteristic or because of a certain behavior or I don't know, whatever it is, you can fill in the blank there. And it's not to hurt you or to, um, to turn you into that. Like we do this not even knowing. And so I, I, I place no fault in that because at the end of the day, I have a choice. You know, if somebody says, oh, you're this well, just because somebody says to me, oh, Alicia, you know, you're a tree. Uh, no, I'm not. <laughs> you know, so many times we, that's very clear. If Somebody comes up to me and says, Alicia, you're a tree. Well, I could clearly reject that because I know I'm not a tree. I know I'm a human being. But so many times people will, they'll say things and they'll say, you are this Or you are that. And because, and if you don't know who you really are inside, you don't know what you're not. And so in not knowing who you aren't, you then become what others say about you, which is in your control. And so for me, for a lot of years, I had a lot of labels. And a lot of labels that I had to take off of me. And these labels came through my childhood. These labels came through um, just experiences, you know, um, experiences in my marriage. These labels even came from my husband. These are things that have been put on me. And and I'll be honest, there's some labels that I, I wrote out the label and I stuck it to my shirt and I said, this is who I am. And we do this to ourselves as well. But there was a lot of labels that I had put on myself, or that I had put on me, or even through hardships or whatever, those things, that hardship, then became a label. Like, I had gone through, you know, 12 to 13 years of just a horrific marriage. Well, I then became a victim of my circumstance. So I wore the victim label, and I wore it proud. (laughs) And that's actually one I'd be very, very careful and intentional to not put back on because it's a label that I carried for a very, very long time. And so, but a victim is not who I was. And a victim is not who God created me to be. And reversing that and removing that label took a lot of intentionality. And how do you do that? So say you have all these labels, and you guys, as I'm talking, you can start thinking and recalling all of these things that have been said to you, these things that have been said about you, um, these things that have even, like, from a parent or guardian have been said to you that this is who you are. Well, guess what? You actually have a choice. And knowing that in itself can bring so much freedom and actually a lot of power can be put back on you because just because, like I said earlier, somebody tells you you're a tree, if you start to believe that you're a tree, I mean it literally, if I start to believe, okay, I'm a tree, this person just told me I'm a tree, I'm going to go stand out in the yard and I'm not going to move. Well, it doesn't make me a tree. Just because I believe it, it still does not make me a tree. I'm just standing out in the yard, being unproductive, not fulfilling the call that God has put on my life, and just being absent from society because I now believe a falsehood that was put on me. But the moment I wake up and say, oh, wow, okay, why am I standing out here in the yard? I'm clearly not a tree okay, I'm going to go back in, I'm going to clean myself up, and I'm going to re-engage in society, and I'm going to claim my life back. This is what's possible. When you've had things spoken over you, when you've had false identities put on you, you can remove those labels. And how does that happen? By finding out who you really are. And for me... This was counseling, definitely, definitely counseling, but also finding out who God says I am. And how do you do that? You ask Him. I know that sounds so simple, and I know a lot of people struggle with this statement. Well, I don't hear from God. God doesn't speak to me. I can ask Him that question, but I won't hear anything back. And I want to challenge that. I want to challenge that statement because God speaks to everyone. He speaks to you and he speaks to me. The difference is, is that I am expecting to hear him speak back to me and I am intentionally inclining my ear to hear his voice. So what does his voice sound like? What does his voice sound like? I can tell you his voice sounds like me. And why is that? because he lives inside of me. So that's where I think it gets confusing for people is because the, the sound of God's voice will actually sound like your own self because he's inside of you. We're expecting like a, a Carlton Heston voice to resound inside of us. Well, sometimes you will hear an audible voice of God. And I'm not saying it. that's what it sounds like. doesn't sound like Carlton Heston. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, is that God that lives inside of you, the Holy Spirit inside of you, will inherently sound like you. But it's not you. It's God. And so I would even encourage you, as you're seeking to find out who you really are, because let's face it, guys, if you don't know who you are, you're going to be what everybody says you are. You you truly will become that. You will start to even, you know, like I won't be a tree just by standing out in the yard, but I might have birds land on my arms if I have them uplifted like branches. You know, I literally might have a bird like put a nest in my hair. <laughs> I can start exhibiting characteristics of a tree, even though I literally cannot become that thing. And so I just want to challenge you. If you do not know who you are, or maybe you've had labels put on you and they don't feel right, you know, you know, because for me, I know who I am now. Years and years ago, I did not. And I was like, almost like a label maker People could just put labels on me left and right, and I didn't stop it because I didn't know who I was. Well, now it is very, very easy for me. If somebody says to me, "Oh, well, you're not respectable," I'll say, "Oh, well, I'm sorry that you don't respect me. Um, but you're not respecting me is actually on you." And I don't, I don't claim these labels any longer. I don't claim somebody else's label of me when they feel like they're right. When I know that they're not right, I can fully reject a label that tries to come my way because trust me, guys, labels will come your way. <laughs> they It'll either by the, be from the enemy himself trying to tell you who you are. It'll be by, you know, well-meaning people, even people that are for you will wrongly label you and this can hinder you. But, you can fully reject the label, and I used to think like you know. For instance, you know there was many many times where, you know, if you're if this is your first episode listening, me and my husband have gone through twelve plus years of multiple affairs on my husband's part, multiple multiple affairs, and. In these situations came lots and lots and lots of really horrid fighting, lots of name calling, I mean, just bad, super bad. So in all of these things, I was called a lot of names, a whole lot of names. And one name in particular that Brian would call me that always seemed to sting a lot was whenever he would tell me, You're just crazy. And he would make the statement, You're crazy because you have to take medicine. And it would hurt me to the core because, yes, I was on an antidepressant, but, it, but I was on it because of what was happening. You know, I was on an antidepressant because of all of the marital strife that was happening. I literally couldn't cope emotionally and mentally any longer. And so that label was on me for a long time is that you're just crazy. And I tell you what, guys, that one was a hard one to remove. But when I realized that, wait a second, Alicia is not crazy. Alicia is strong and brave. And Alicia did the best she could with what she had. When you start to look at things from a different perspective or from a different angle, I can fully like today say, you know, Brian would not do this, but today if he were to say to me, you're crazy, that statement would have no sting because I know who I am before I didn't know who I was. And let me tell you, I felt a little crazy. In the situation that I was in with my husband, in my marriage, I felt crazy. I felt it inside. My world was spinning around. Our marriage was a a war zone. It felt crazy. And so to say to me, you are crazy, it was easily adapted into who I was. But coming out of that space, being able to look at it, from an eyes of grace i could see that that girl was not crazy she never was she did the best she could and i'll tell you what looking back at my past self i'm actually super proud of that alicia everything that she walked through every single thing i and there was moments when i thought you know i i did terrible but looking back now i'm like you did great I can't believe you did all that with everything that you were handed. You did amazing. And I'm just, I'm so proud of the past Alicia that walked through that. And so I just want to encourage you guys today that if you're going through maybe an, a thing where you're like, I don't know who I am. I just want to encourage you. You can find out who you are. And just because someone says this is who you are does not make It's a true statement. What makes it a true statement is what you do with it. But the thing that I absolutely love because this was what I fell into for a long time is even if you've believed something for a very, very, very long time, you can reverse that false identity. You can walk it back, and how you replace a false identity is with a true identity. And how do you find a true identity? You find out who you are to God because he will never lie to you. He will not speak to you about who you are not. He will speak to you about who you are. And so if you want to find out who you are, truly who you were created before time began, you know, God had a million thoughts about you before you were even brought to this earth about who you are, about what you would do, about the amazing exploits that you would you would have here on this earth. All of these things were predestined and pre-planned for you. So why not ask that person versus, you know, your neighbor or versus a relative? You know, they literally are going off of limited information, limited information and based on, you know, I don't know, maybe you're walking through a hard, hard season and you've been snippy and you've been grouchy because you're having a hard time processing. People can label you during that hard season and it's, it's not fair and it's not kind. But you don't have to adopt or even adapt to what they say. You can fully reject that thing and say, that's actually not who I am. I'm having a hard time, but that's not who I identify with. I'm coming out of this, I'm coming over, and I will overcome. So speak into the truth of who you are, not who you're not. Because we're all going to go through something hard in life. And there's going to be situations where we're tempted to label someone. And I just want to challenge you. If you feel that need to throw a label on someone, pause. Pause. Let's all exercise the pause button. We all have it on our remote controls. We need to use this over our mouths. We need to use this over our phone. Like don't be blast texting someone. Push pause before you send the text. Push pause before the thought that entered your head. When it comes out of your mouth, is it going to give life or is it going to give death? Because like the Bible says, life and death are in the power of the tongue. Meaning you can put life into something or you can, put, you can deposit death. That means we're pretty powerful with our words. You can also be very powerful with how you speak to yourself. How you speak over yourself. The thing is that you say over yourself. You know, if you want to build up your self-esteem. <laughs> seriously, this is something... Years ago, I did not like who I was in the mirror. And every time I looked in the mirror, I would say something that was not so kind. So how am I going to reverse this thinking of myself if I'm constantly reinforcing the negative? I won't. I won't believe it. And so I just want to challenge you, if you want to build up your self-esteem inside Every day, say something kind to yourself. Say something nice about yourself. Say something you like about yourself or love about yourself. It's going to be weird at first, trust me. But when I look in the mirror now, I love me some, Alicia. And that's not pride. That is not pride. God wants you to love yourself. You know that, right? He wants you to like yourself. I mean, if some people are like, I can't love myself. Well, you know, he wants you to like yourself. Because no matter where you go in life, you will always have yourself. So why not like yourself? I mean, (laughs) there's so many characteristics about myself that I just had a hard time. I was like, oh my gosh, I just I laugh at things that are so inappropriate. Or, you know, when I laugh, it's a big guttural laugh. Like it's just loud and obnoxious sometimes. Those are things that I try to suppress that I now embrace. I'm like, I love this about myself. I love that. Like if we're in, you know, a place where you need to be quiet, maybe you shouldn't sit next to me because I might be laughing when we, when it's not appropriate. You know, I love those things about myself now that I used to try to suppress. Why did I try to suppress those things? It would, More than likely than not, it was because I was trying to be someone else that I wasn't. And I just want to encourage you guys. There is no one else on this earth like you. You're the only one. God only made one you. So why not embrace the you that he made? Find out who you are. Ask him. I just want to encourage you today. Ask him ask him sit give yourself some quiet time sit alone get a notepad out and just ask god who am i to you what do you think about me ask him these questions because he will answer you and that voice inside that sounds like you that you want to discount say you're sitting there and you ask god what do you think about me and immediately you hear i love you you're my daughter I created you for greatness. And you're like, whoa, that was me. I'm not writing that down. But more times than not, we don't think those things about ourselves. So that's a good indicator that that was the Lord right there telling you something about yourself that he wants you to know. But because it sounded like you, your own voice, we discount it. And we're like, oh no, that was Alicia, that was pride. And we know what pride does. (laughs) It comes before a fall. Not going to buy that. I'm sorry, but God sounds like you inside. So I just want to challenge you. If you want to find out who you are, ask God who you are. Build yourself up. Compliment yourself. You know, a lot of times people are like, oh, I hate this about my body. I hate... Whatever it is. Well, did you know that if there's something that you don't like about yourself, you can change it? Say like for me, for instance, for years and years and years, I just did not like, I was like, I just wish my legs looked different. I just wish they did. And finally in 2021, I was like, wait a second. This has been like a lifelong complaint for me, you know? I wouldn't I like more muscular looking legs. My legs are just too skinny. And I was like, I want this to change. And it was like, all of a sudden, I just had this realization. That's in my control to change. So what did I start doing? I got on the treadmill. And I have been continuously on the treadmill. And I have noticed huge, huge changes that I love. That my husband loves. <laughs> you know? So I'm sitting here like, if there's something that you don't like about yourself, change it. Like I said earlier, you are not a tree. No matter who tries to tell you, (laughs) you're a tree. You're not a tree. You're not stuck. You can change. You can move. That is in your control. And I really just wanted to hop on here. Um, because this is really my own journey. That's why I I told Brian, I said, let me take this podcast, Um, because this is actually my journey that I had to go through, of self-discovery. God, who did you mess up when you made me? Was I a mistake? You know, I went through all of this hardship and heartache. Surely that wasn't your plan for me. Did you mess up when you made me? These are all of the questions that I had for God. And let me tell you, some of these he answered, some of them he didn't. And sometimes those ones that are unanswered, there's a reason, and you just have to be okay with the silence because some things are not, you won't know until you're in heaven. And why? I don't know. There's so many questions. I'm like, why can't you just tell me? And I don't know the answer. But he, I trust that he knows better than I do. God knows better, he sees full picture. Guys, he sees full picture. He's not looking at just the immediate, the temporal right now. He sees from the beginning to the middle to all the way at the end. He sees everything in between and he knows what's helpful to you and he knows what will not be helpful to you. And so I just want to encourage you guys, find out who you are. You are not what other people say you are you are who God says you are. And if you don't know who God says you are, I want to encourage you to ask him today. And so I just want to thank you guys so much for tuning in. Please like, share, rate, review, check out our website, makingbeautywiththeashes.com. Until next time, we bless you.